Listening to the Julio from New York show 2.0, episode 139, recorded live on Friday, June 19th, 2020. This here is my audio diaries where I rant, I rave, I reminisce, and I spew whatever is on my mind. Today's episode, just a rundown of what's been going on since the last recording. Not a lot of things going on, really. Just staying home, staying safe, and watching some good content. If this is your cup of tea, by all means, sit back, relax, and unwind. Otherwise, there are plenty of podcasts out there for you to listen to. Very much so. A whole whole plethora. Plethora. <laughs> of stuff out there, and we'll be start- we'll be starting up pretty soon. And welcome back to the show once again. I'm your host Julio from New York. This is episode 139. No subtitle this time around. I couldn't think of anything. Uh, I don't really have a lot to really think about or say. So, uh, hence it's uh, untitled. This time around. Anyways, we are recording live on Friday, June 19th, 2020. And uh, yeah, that's what's going on. So since the last episode, not much has been going on. I said I was going to start walking again. I have been. I've been walking. And I've been doing a couple of uh, push-ups and planks in between as well to try to build up my stamina and my strength and just be a little more physically fit than I've been in... um, previous weeks because of the Betiatan. And uh, that's pretty much it. I am feeling a little more energetic and better. My spirits are up, so I think exercising does play a part in that because uh, I guess it gets the blood flowing and it gets the serotonin and dopamine and all that good stuff going on in your body. And of course, uh, you know, you get to sleep, uh, the sleep of the dead because you're so exhausted. (laughs) And, um, yeah, so that's, that's pretty much it. And I just realized I forgot the applause button, but you know, it happens. What are you going to do? (laughs) Yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm still rusty with the sound effects, but I'll, I'll get better with it as time, as time goes on. Anyways. Yeah, not much has been going on since since the last episode. Just some TV watching, some videos watching, and so let's get right on to that. So I'm going to start with the least significant in terms of like it's more fluff than any deep meaning or provocative thought or expression of ideas so let's start with something uh very um what's the word family friendly i've been i've, I've uh, found this new anime it's an isekai anime meaning it's about you know a second life anime that's what isekais are 
and uh, I'm I'm still on the fence as to whether or not it's one of those isekai slice of life stories, or is it a standard isekai uh, genre show? It's called Ascendance of a Bookworm, and essentially what ha- what what the story is about is about this woman. She was a she was a bookworm in her past life, and she died. They don't really go into details as to how she dies, but she dies. And she wakes up in this new world as a little girl who's frail and sickly. Uh, and it's sort of a Middle Ages time period. So like the Middle Ages, books are, are a thing of luxury and of rarity. And she's a bookworm. She, you know, that's her dying wish to be able to read books for as much as, as often as she can. And in this world, they, it, it, only nobles have it. So she tries to find a way to, 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 to get a book. At, f- at first, she starts trying to uh, make her own book. And, you know, she tries all the different methods of bookmaking that she remembers in ancient times. She started with, uh, I think she was trying to make papyrus, and that didn't work out. Uh, then she tried to do clay tablets. That didn't really go, go well. And, and then wooden tablets, of course. But, you know, wood is used for fire, for firewood. Uh, so <laughs> every time she tried to make wood tablets, the parents would just use it for, uh, for firewood. Anyway, she eventually, um, where where I'm at anyway, she finally um, comes to some success because she finally invented paper, plant-based paper. And uh, she starts uh, making alliances with, with a merchant that will help sell her stuff, her wares, um, in, in, you know, so whenever she has an idea, he'll, he'll, uh, he'll uh, mass produce it, so to speak, and, and uh, go from there. It's a fun, it's a fun, cute little show. I love it. It's very slow building, which is what immediately drawn me, drew, drew me in, I should say, because uh, they're really focusing on on fleshing out the characters, and that always is the appeal to me. I don't care. It doesn't have to be a flashbang kind of show, as long as I feel something's really happening, and you're really, you know, building up this world and slowly creating. The mood and all that stuff, and that that and the writing's good, and and the characters are interesting, and the dialogue is you know provoking or or um interesting. That's all I need to to get sucked into a show, because it's you know it's good writing, which the show really um from what I've been watching it has been it's been pretty good, it's been solid. And so I'm like on episode I don't know 18 or something. You know they're 30 minute episodes, so I've been um enjoying it a lot. So I mentioned Upload last week, and I've watched a couple more episodes since. And it's definitely getting darker and darker with each episode because you're really starting to see the dark underpinnings. And now you are you really remember in last episode, if you heard last episode, I was suspecting the girlfriend to be part of getting him killed because of what he was doing, uh, which was creating a, a free version to compete, a free version of a virtual world that people can upload their consciousness, um, which would go in, in, in direct competition with this Horizon company. And the word I was thinking of last week was portmanteau. A portmanteau is when you combine two words to make a meaning, like Verizon, as I mentioned. Verizon is a combination of veritas, the ancient Latin word for truth, and horizon. So Verizon is the word, but they, they've unfiltered it. They've uh, they re-engineered it and just went back with Horizon as the company model in this in this show which is i i'm in my head anyway horizon 
the virtual company in this show upload is essentially Verizon in this world because it's a, it's a luxury company and uh but they're a little little, little they are a little evil <laughs> because they killed this guy off and uh there is um, a family member of his who's trying to uncover this right now and the friend who he was working with to, to create that open based version of this uh virtual community he's um he's incognito at the moment he's he's MIA he's missing in action because the guy's been trying to reach him um, and the guy's not returning his calls. So that, that's interesting. Um, but I'm enjoying it. It's getting it's getting really good. I'm, I'm getting more and more sucked in with each episode that I've watched. So I might watch two more today. And of course, the thing I've left for last is uh, Dave Chappelle's special 846, 8 minutes and 46 seconds. He named it that because that's how long it took for... Um, that cop to kill George Floyd. So, just the name alone is, is thought-provoking. It's thought-provoking because it's, it's in your face. That's how long it took this man to kill this, this for this uh, crooked cop to kill this man, this innocent, well, whether he's innocent or not is regardless, but he killed this, this guy who was already on the floor, who was already handcuffed. He was harmless. He was in a position of submission and yet you still decided to put your knee on his neck and suffocate him till he died for eight minutes and 46 seconds. And your other cop friends just stood there and did nothing. They didn't stop you. They didn't say anything. They just let it happen. And so just the title alone keeps that in your in the forefront of your mind as you're watching it. And... You think he's going to try to be, go for funny, though the subject is very heady. And in there are some moments of humor in the special. It's a 20, it's a 30, it's about a 30 minute, 20 to 30 minute special. He, he put it on YouTube, but Netflix is getting credit for it. But it's not on Netflix. It's on YouTube. And he just starts the, the whole special without spoiling too much about it. He talks about a lot of different examples of police brutality that's been happening around the country, especially in his old in his own community in Ohio. Um, he even he brought up this one cop who um, who pulled him over, then realized who he was, let him go with a warning or something, and then the very next day killed another black person who wasn't anybody famous. So because of his celebrity, he got lucky. This other no, this other anonymous, common, ordinary, nobody black person wasn't so lucky with the same cop. And of course, uh, he finishes, he encapsulates the, the whole show uh, with slavery, bringing his grandfather into the picture and talking about how his grandfather was a slave. And so this history of oppression of black people who were kidnapped from Africa and brought here as slaves for plantation work and cheap labor to start out the capitalistic system that we are currently still surrounded by. This history lives with us today. It hasn't gone away. It's not ancient history. It's now. And he's living and he's, he's the living, breathing proof and, and product of that history because it's only two generations in his family that slavery uh, was prevalent and uh, he's a free man, you know, unlike his grandfather, who wasn't. 
But uh, yeah, that that is always in his mind. And these atrocities to black folk and people of color in general are not going away. And, and they won't go away unless people realize the system behind it, which is capitalism. A lot of people don't ever see that. They they just keep focusing on the racism. And and again, racism is awful as awful as it is, it's still it's just a symptom of the bigger picture. It's it's a part of it. It's a facet. It's a feature built in to the capitalism. So it's smoke and mirrors. It's keeping you distracted from the root cause, which is the structure around it. And if you and, and the only way to fully get rid of racism is you have to get rid of the inequality because inequality breeds contempt and and breeds resentments and as those resentments are brewing people can start trying to redirect your resentments and and your negative emotions to people because of race and religion and sexual orientation and that's where prejudices um, sprout from those deflections versus keeping yourselves united and realizing why are we living these unequal lives and these economic depressions and what's the cause of it? What's the system that brings it about? And let's get to the foundation of it and try to dismantle it and see what other structure can we put in its place for a different way of life that might yield different results. But that's not happening. People keep trying to focus on the fact that it's racism and don't look at anything else but that corporations love that because uh, they can promote that and then not have you think about the fact that, oh, well, we use kids in other countries to build our our stuff. Or, or we go to China for a cheap labor. Or we go to these other third world countries to build our products that you buy but we'll put this branding of, you know, we, we believe in Black Lives Matters. So, you know, let's, let's you know, we're, we're endorsing Colin Kaepernick because of the racism that he had to undergo in, in the NFL. But never mind that we use children, child labor to build the shoes that Kaepernick is endorsed by. Forget that part. Just focus on Colin Kaepernick and the racism that he had to undergo. So that's... That's the situation, and that's what the that special was about, and in in some sense, um, he ends it with saying, you know, you really don't. People were trying to not out him, but sort of like call him out to try to give his two cents on it. Like you know, in general, celebrities are constantly being called out on things, and and some celebrities love to be in on to be on display and give their opinions on, on issues like this. But he was like, no, I'm not, I'm just a spectator like the rest of you. The people who are actually out there fighting and, and, and protesting, those are the people that you should listen to. They're the ones that have this root cause. I have symp- I have empathy with them and, and I'm allied with them because we, we have similar uh, experiences and resentments and, and so forth. However, I am not the leader of this movement. I am an entertainment. I make... You know, I make jokes about uh, sex and I make jokes. I'm not going to go, I'm not going to say the exact phrasing because then that would make me have to put the explicit label on my content and I like to keep it family friendly. But yeah, Chappelle's like, I'm just a comedian. 
I make people laugh. That's that's my job. That's what I do. Uh, I'm I'm not really a uh, a civil rights advocate. I will side with civil rights. I will agree with civil rights, but I am not a leader in the civil rights movement. For that, you go to the civil rights leaders. Those are the people that are doing the, are fighting are are doing all the fighting and and the tough work, and those are the ones that should get the attention uh, that people want to garner to him. And I totally agree with him. He is completely right about that. So that's pretty much what 846 was about. I recommend it. I'll have a, a link to the to that special on YouTube on my show notes. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say today. If you have any comments, questions, what have you, you can always reach me at my webpage, juliofromnewyorkshow.com. Go to the contact section of the page. I'm also on, on, you can also reach me by email, juliofromny at gmail.com. And uh, that's pretty much it. So until next time, thank you for listening.